0: Good morning, rabbi. Say, Ah. Hashem, if you see this shir, I'm right now on a plane going to Africa, to Kenya. The Khaverim and the mishtatrim of the shir, they got me an unbelievable gift. I have a lot, a lot of akharzatayv, taking me to probably the best safari in the world, to the Masai Mara in Kenya. So I'm traveling right now, at 7.15 a.m. Sunday morning, and therefore I pre-recorded this on Friday. Bezer Hashem, because Gary decided to come along as well with Avi and Noam and some other guys, Yishkayach, we hope that the shirim will flow smoothly, and we'll be able to upload it. And Akash should help that everything should go in the proper way. So Yishkoyach for holding on. Don't fall out of this year now. Everything's going to be great. I'm looking forward to showing you some of the Neflois Haboira, Maybe recording some things with some Givaldika animals, etc. This is the class of Rabbi Palak at Or Eliyahu in Los Angeles. He's formerly from Baltimore. Rabo yisai. Here we go, nice and loud. <laughs> now, if you remember yesterday, or when was it? The other day, we were talking about so I found online, the, the professional, the guy from Bnei Brak who does this for a living and he announces it on a, on a microphone in Eretz show. he saw the sheer. And he sent in his own version for the share. Check this out, Raboysai <laughs> Yeudim Sadiki Mitsta Fuoda Yom Lashi <laughs> Uradafayoimi Shel Rabbi Eli Stefanski Schlite Vetiru Yeshuot Beholayin Yonim. Okay, evolving. This uh email, I know the person who wrote it but I was shocked to learn that he does the daf with us and uh, it brought a tear to my eye, at least one. Please do not use my name. I was by my son for Shemini at Saris, walking to Shul and the first day. was extremely difficult it was long and long for me, so I decided not to go to Shul on the at night. Happily, after my son and grandson returned from Shul, his neighbor and three teenage, teenage sons came over to make a for me. I told him what you had said, that we should be dancing without our Gilmaris. So that is what we did. Imagine a house in New York. The Olim is going in a circle, holding on to Gemaris. That I even had a Gemaris. Interesting. As I'm sure you know, two and a half years ago, I almost died from COVID. I'm convinced that it was only the Tehillim and Tefillis of literally thousands upon thousands of people from around the world globe that forced HaKalash Baruch to put me in the Mi Yichia column. I'd never done the Daf for an extended period. It's something that I wanted to do. With all my swarm packed away due to some work we were going, doing at home, I purchased the artful Shaspan. It arrived the day before you began with Sechel so that's when I began. Without a real safer in my hands, I knew that I would fall behind in Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, so I bought one and it kept me on track. And that's how we had the Gemara to dance with on Simcha's Torah. I can't wait to finish Shksubis in a few short days. Thank you. Once again, please do not use my name, Yishkoyach and Rufuah Shlema Shlema. Today the sponsor of the Koilul, the entire month, is Lili Yudish Maschaia Basu Yosef. The Mesechta, the sponsor of Lili Yudish Mascha Yosef Baruch Ben Aaron, and Lili Yudish Mascha Yosef Ben Nata Sholom, and for that's the and for my children. The second sponsor of the Mesechta, Jeff Razin, is Chus, my son Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben, Tzarachan, Rufuah Shlema. Amen. rest of the Mesechta, official Mitzvah motivators, Avraham Nachum ben Chana Broch and Ruvol Shlema, Parnas Achoidesh Moshe ben Zechayah Linyishmas Moshe ben Zechayah, Parnas Vladislav Zakharov and Dizchut. Then I finished my research by February. Let us know how it went. Parnas Ashavua number two Le and Ishmas Avraham Nachum ben Refol Yitzchok, Parnas Hayoy Shmuel I learned the Yoratet of my father Leo Yoichan Ben Aaron Yoisef, Olav Now I do want to mention there's a new. Sponsor, the monthly sponsor, mdymonthly.com, Bik, 72 shekel. And here, I'm gonna start mentioning once in a while, the ones who went above $100 a month. Mark Ashkenazi, Mendel Lerner, Evan Weinstein, Abba Rennert, what do I call him? I don't even remember what I call him today. Abba Rennert, Tzvi Shir, Also, the CEO, Mamechah Tzibus is coming up very shortly. Everybody should check out mdysium.com to see where your local siyum are. Usually we have 20 or so Sium, in Los Angeles, Baltimore, everywhere, so check it out. Of course, as you know, going to London for the siyum and to Manchester, so a lot of guys are coming along. Be'ez shem, is gonna be a tremendous, fantastic time. And that, of course, means, right boys, I don't forget New Durham is starting. The is starting just in a few days, four or five days from now. So don't forget to be mizaka. Think to yourself, what have I done to bring a person to Torah? What have I done? Forget the free Gemara, forget everything else. Somebody to Torah. Somebody can change his life. Go out there. It's a great mezaka. Go bring him in. And also, I was asked to tell the Olam that Rabbi Geffen is making a chasana this... Tonight, tonight, Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday now. Tonight in... So here we go. We're holding by the Mishnah. All the way in the bottom. Mishnah is sponsored by Moshikon for living at and continuing at It happens a lot. The second part also happens, unfortunately. Person promises a son in law. His new son-in-law, he promised him money. So in Hebrew, means he went bankrupt, belly up. It's slightly different. It means, and it comes from the Mishnah, this lashon. It means he shows him the bottom of his foot full of mud, full of dirt. Here, you can have this. Reb Shem Pinko says, where in the world do you ever have that some random person comes over to another random person and says, here, here's a half a million dollars. Never happens. But if that other random person is the chassan, then it happens. You have a random person barely knows the chassan. He promises, I'm going to buy you a, an apartment in Yerushalayim. You give him a half a million dollars. Says, if so, if we act as the chassan of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Torah, we just came from Simchas Torah. You learn HaKadosh Baruch now you're a son-in-law. Now you're a chasen. HaKashboruch will shower us Hashem, with money which is not deserving. Will give us parnasa berevach. So, the father-in-law promised X like, amount of money. So now we kind of p- punish the daughter, which hopefully will get the father-in-law straight. He's not going to marry her. Even though typically like the first missioning Suvas, there's a typical time and period that About a year, you do Aresin, then you do Nasun. Over here, you can just wait until her her hair turns white. In other words, he's not mechuyiv to marry her until the father-in-law fulfills his promise. Now, Taisis over here, top Taisvis, two lines down, says a major chidosh. For me, is a massive chidosh, because we were talking about the whole sugi, and we didn't mention this Taisis. We didn't know about this Taisis. That there's one thing, at least, that people don't have to write a shtar for. And Dwarma Dvarma, Niknin Ba'mira, these are things that are just by saying and speaking it out, you are of yourself. And that is Chasin, father in law to the Chasin, to the kala. These are things that the that's why they call them Mchutarim, they make a deal and you have to keep the deal even if it's not in writing. It says Taisves, that's only if they become, if this Kiddushin immediately after the deal. But if you wait a little bit, then the deal is off. That's one chiddush. Another thing that I saw all the way at the end of Taisviz, five lines before the bottom. I just like this lashing, it says, Vanihi I searched through Yushalmi and Mutsasi and I found, and he goes on to say something that he found over there, that's dafka by a father who gives money, who says he's going to give his daughter money, but not a woman to a daughter and not a brother to a sister. Okay. But I thought it was interesting, he says, I looked, I searched in Yerushalmi, you think the Tysus knows the whole Yerushalmi about pet? okay fine, he searched in Yerushalmi, he found it. Says the Mishnah, this is a continuation of Shnei Dayan Xeris, the two Dayanim they were able to make Xeris in Yerushalayim, one of them was Hanan, one of them was Admin. So here we have another Allah Chedab and says, Admin O'imer, Yichayli Shitoimar. the Kala could say, If I was the one that made the deal with you, why do I have to suffer because my father lied to you? If it was me doing the deal, you're right. You have two choices. Either you marry me, or you puttar, give me a get, get me out of here. But you can't hold me hostage for a promise that my father made. So we're going to see the Gemara because it says royani is divri The Halach is like Admoin in these three mishnayos that it says royani. Gemara says royani is divri Says the Gemara, <laughs> Our Mishnah is not like the tano that says <laughs> so. The, the Bryce is different. The Bryce instead of saying like the Mishnah that the father is the one that promised. It's very different. The whole is when she herself did the deal, not the father. In that case, since she's the one that made the deal, she has to sit and suffer. Keep your deal. So what does Admon say? I was under the assumption that my father's going to cover me. It's normal. A lot of, a lot of people, they, they give money for their daughter. And she thought that her father was one of them. But now that my father's not covering for me, I don't have an income. I was, I was counting on my father. I'm sorry, you're right, I misspoke. I thought my father was going to do it. But now that he's not, there's two options. Either marry me or don't. But don't let me sit there until I'm an old mate. On this Braisa, again, the same lotion I see and I like Admaim's svara, ton. So we just saw in the the say, we don't force. So we just saw in the the Chacham say, we don't force. We're talking about a, a mature woman, but a, a minor? No, uh, we, 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 we force. Says Gemara, what are you talking about? Who are we forcing? We force the father to pay up. It should be the opposite. Why? Because when a G'dayla, we're talking about in the B'raisa, the B'raisa says that the girl herself made the deal. Well, if the girl is a mature, she's an adult, she's passed by mitzvah, she has the right to make deals. So her deal is a deal and therefore, okay, it makes sense. Okay, maybe for whatever reason, I, if you wanna, it's hard to understand, but for whatever reason, we'll force the father to keep the daughter's deal. At least it's a deal. But if we're talking about that, the, it's the daughter who's a katana, it's not even a deal. Shestam spoke nothing. How could a 10 year old make deals? Elomarava must be Labal litenged. Who do we force? We force the husband to release her. Okay. So again, When do we say the chacham say you don't have to force when she's an adult, but a ketana we force the guy to give her a get and release her because she's a ketana. It's not her fault. She she doesn't know what she's doing. Now, side thing. It, like in our Mishnah and the other Mishnayos, it says, "I see, I like what Admin says." R' El says, "Then that means we paskin like Admin How many times does he say that? Three times. Okay. Now, the brisa was that she herself, she herself made the deal. So, do we also pass in, in the brisa like Admur? Did I say specifically Mishnah? I meant anywhere. Well, we have to point out that the Mishnah and the brisa contradict each other. So, what it means to say is that if this Markedisla. In other words, if you hold that the brisa is correct, then Rengamliel pass in like the brisa. If you hold that the Mishnah is correct, then Rengamliel pass paskin like Adman. If you hold it, the price is correct, we're be passing like Admon. You would say what you want to hold like you want to hold like. The, obviously, we can't say that both of them are correct. The two places that Khanan argues with Chachamim, the halacha is like the one that says that I, I see Khanan's point of view, which is Rabbi Yehoshua and Shiva dvarim Shamar Admon and the seven. This is all like a freebie because we're going to go right back to what we started off. We started off saying that three places Ringamil says that Allah is like Admin, and those three places, the Allah is like Admon. The other four out of the seven that Ringamil doesn't say, I see Admon, then the Allah is not like him. That's what we're going to get to. But to, in order to get there, we're just going to make a little bit of a circle. Shiva Dvarm ain't halacha The seven halachas that Admin says in all these Mishnais, in this parak, Shneedayon areas. The Allah is not like Ribbon Gamlil. Whoa, my Qamar. Maybe what he meant to say is The two things that Kharan said, the Allah is like Kharan, and like Rabbi Akum and Zakai like that said like him. I hold of you. The Dvarim, but the seven mishnayim, the seven different Allah's. It's not like Admon, the Allah, is not like Ahmed, not like Rib Gamlil. It's not like none of the seven. That can be. But the th- at least three, the Allah is like Adman because Reb Gamliel says the Allah is like him and anytime Reb Gamliel says Reb Gamliel says that means the Allah is like him. It doesn't say that Allah is like him. He says, I, I agree to it. And why, why should we say that he argues in Reb Yitzchak over here? Okay, it's a boy. The two times that Chanan says that Allah is like him, anything that Chanan said in the Mishnah and is like him, and like your Birb Zaka that says, I see and I like Khanan. Shiva The seven Allahs that Admon says, The Allah is not like Ringamliel, Haqamaysa ki but the allah is like Admon in all seven. All seven. As the gmar of Amir abusing Allah, Shme Khiska. We just said in the name of Khizia, only where uh Rimgamlil says, Halakhim isai. Not all seven. Omar in, only three out of the seven where he said Allah is divrimmalil, that's where Allah is like. The rest not. So don't tell me that Allah is like Admin in all seven. The halacha is like Amen in three, not in all seven. you're right. Uh, yeah, The halacha is like Hanan in the two halachs he said. Great. the seven halachs he said. Some out of the seven, in other words, three out of the seven, the halacha is like Admin. Bottom line is the halacha is like. Admon in three places that R' Gamliel says, "Roi ani is Dibri yadmon." The rest, are the other four, the law is not like him. Okay, Inoch lai says the halakhic Mishnah. The official Mishnah is sponsored by Moshe Cohen. Khos. us close. For even after Aaron continued that sloucha in, <Hebrew> in Parnaso. So I have a chart here. There's a field. The field is owned supposedly by Shimon, standing on the field. Then you have Reuven. Reuven is doing two things here in the Mishnah. First of all, Reuven signed off on a document. You see it says, He signed off on a document that who owns the field? Shimon owns the field. In this case, these three are not brothers, but they're Reuben, Shimon, Levi, so that's why I'm using them. But Reuven, not only did he sign on the document to say that Shimon owns the field, Ruben is also saying Shimon doesn't own the field. But you signed on the document, you said that he does own the field. He's gonna have a very good excuse why he lied and signed on the document. Now, what is he saying? He's saying that really it's his own field. And Levi stole it from him. Levi's a tough guy. And Levi went ahead and sold it to Shimon. Says, Ruvain, I'd rather fight with Shimon, who's standing right there on the field. I'd rather fight with him than fight with Levi. Look, he has a nice white coat. He's a very dangerous man. Ruvain, who says that the field is not Shimon's, and he's one of the witnesses, one of the Aiden that signed on the document Admin Oymer, we're continuing with Admin and Chana. Admin of the of the there says, area says, no I'd rather fight with Shimon. That's why I lied and I wrote that it's Shimon. But Levi is a tough guy. I don't want to deal with him. That's why I lied. <laughs> no, once you sign falsely, you lost. Everything, you already admitted that it's shimmons. Well, how could you come back later and say that it's not shimmons? You, you're, in writing, you admitted that it's shimen. If you took the field, here, so it was, uh, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare, so it's in my handwriting. I apologize. Take this field. And there are two fields here in this picture. They're demarcated. Is that the word? Nobody's gonna tell me yes, no. Maybe Gary, is that the word? Yeah, okay, great. So he made a little bit of a, a blue line over there and he says, look, the one I wanna sell is the one on the left. And Ruvain is signing off that the field that Shimin's standing on right now actually is Shimon's field, in other words, when Shimon is selling one of the two fields, he's saying that the other field is the borderline. I own the field on the other side. And on that, Reuven is signing. Okay. So if he just took one of his fields and he made it a simen, So Reuven, who signed off on it, can't come later and say, oh, I, I lied because I wanted to deal. It wasn't about... The field that Shimon is standing on in this picture is not the field that they were arguing on. He just wrote a testimony that it's it's a good demarcation. So he lost his schoss. All this is when the Ruven is signing off as a witness. By the way, I just wanted to mention that sometimes, you know, you take a field, you say, this field is... The south border, this field, is the eastern border. So I heard a very interesting thing that in, I think it was 1878, something like that, there was a a Jewish guy, I forgot his name already, Simon or something, he found an Arab that owned land. And he made a deal with the guy, it was a whole long story, he made a deal with the guy that he's going to buy the land. The way it worked was, he was gonna walk as far as he can walk from the morning to the evening, and whatever land he was able to walk, that became his. you walk a little bit till the afternoon. Then you make a turn. And that shows what land. So he walked. The Arab was on a donkey. And he just walked and walked. He didn't eat. I think he didn't dive in the day. He was a firm guy. He didn't dive and He got ahead there not to dive. And just to grab as much land as he can from the Arab. Walked. Didn't eat. Didn't drink. Made a left turn. Kept on going. And that was it. That's how much he bought from the Arab. What is the name of that piece of land that he bought? Petah Tikva. The entire Petah Tikva is what he... Was able to buy just by marking off the land on a one-day journey. Omar um, Abai. A Dayan who doesn't have to read the whole document. So if, just because he signs on something that says that Shimon owns this land, Reuven is a Dayan in this case. Reuven on the right bottom corner, he's the Dayan. He signed off on a document, because every document has to be signed off by, by the Dayan. Signed off that, but he didn't read that said, No, they came in front of me and he signed off. That I actually could explain. And I saw there's a lot of pach You know, like Tomer was part of the Mikveh the company that, that made a nice filter for the mikvahs. And then uh, Dayanim came out. It could be they didn't even read some of the stuff that they signed is like doesn't make any sense. So it could be based on this Gemara. You know, they don't have to read it. They just signed the Patchkavil or whatever. Oh, you know, I'll use LED lights and you know this and that. that. The it. they signed off. Maybe give me sauce. The door here. Ain't uh, Aid has to make sure that he reads everything. a peace like Adayan doesn't have to read. We just turn to Kuftesam base as a schos to, to, to continue being able to support Torah and to finish shots with Rib Ali. Says Gumara if he used the field, not as he wasn't selling it. He used it as to mark where the border is. It's only because Reuven was signing off a document that says that this is a border to somebody else. It says Somebody else was involved in the picture. Reuven was just signing. But if you're selling it, if the, you're selling it to Reuven and Reuven signed, signed off, if, it, if, if the fields is for Reuven, then he doesn't lose his ability to say that he was lying. The Omar, if I would be, if I wasn't quiet and didn't make a machah and say, no, this is my field, how could you write that this border is your field? It's not your field, it's my field. I couldn't say anything. Why? Then he wouldn't sell me anything. But what are you going to say? You know what? Situations that, that come up, where you're scared to admit to something. So, you don't admit, but what do you do? You go to 2A, then you say, I'm making a mechala here, I'm making a meida. it's called. I'm letting you know that I'm not saying anything to the seller because I want him to sell me the field. I don't want him to make a big issue here. But you should know that the, what I'm signing here, that it's his, the field that borders this field, is his, it's not his, it's mine. No, the reason why it wasn't my moida a friend has a friend. And the friend's friend has a friend. Like they say, you know, you could always, any person in the world could get to the president of the United States with five friends. I go to this guy, he knows that guy, that guy, and finally, eventually, you get to the president of the United States. <coughs> I tell my friend, listen, I have a secret to tell you. I'm purchasing a field from Shimon. But you should know that I don't agree to what it says in the shtar. I'm just going to sign off. It happens to be that's my field that says that it's the border, but it's mine. And swear to me, you're not going to tell anybody. He says, yeah, of course, I'm not going to. Your secret is by me. What does he do? He tells his wife. And his wife tells her friend. And before you know it, the whole neighborhood knows about it. And the guy is not selling the field. So therefore, he doesn't want to do a moidah. There's a guy that made the field, he said, somebody came to him and said, this field is a simon. He didn't like it, he said, no, it's mine, it's not yours. And then he died. But before he died, he put a, a pitropus, somebody in charge. Also so the apitropos comes to Abaya on behalf of the Yishayman. Abaya pulls out this halacha and says, listen, you're arguing Something that that's not gonna help you. Why? Because the guy that died signed off on it. And when you sign off that a certain field is a border to another field, and it's not you admit in, by signing it, it's not yours, that's it. Ibad is khusa, you can't go and, and claim anything afterwards. This abitropas wasn't a joke. This abitropas was the real deal. As the Gemara Then says, everybody should halavai, everybody should have such an abitropas. He's a big time kha. Omar he says. But wait a minute, if the father was alive, have a tell Here's the picture. Added another line here. The father could have said, wait a minute, I didn't admit that the entire field is Shimon's. All I, Reuben, am signing off is, is that one furrow, just that little, you see that little, the two lines, the two blue, that's what I'm giving, that's what I'm admitting to. I said it's a border, but I didn't say how much of the border, I didn't say the entire field. Omar um, leh, Shafiuk says Abayer, wow, that's very powerful. I'll prove it to you. So he says that Abayer forgot what Rabbi says, and this Apitropos reminded him, he's believed to say, I only gave you part, a little bit. Oh, so now Rashi says, so the went, brought a bunch of rayas, that is actually the guy that died. So he said, okay. Abayah says, great. But you admit that between the blue lines is shimans. At least that give back to him. No, says the Talmud Chacham. There's a bunch of palm trees. Very, very valuable palm trees. If the father is still alive, so he says, you have a time Omar. He could have said, <laughs> Yes, I admit that that is his, but I went and I took it back. I bought it from him. What is that called, Rabbi Isai? I'm the one that that's admitting that that Pharaoh is Shimon's, and now I'm saying, I'm taking it back, and I'm saying that it's, I bought it back from him. Neither did him. How can you do that? It's lacharzman. Don't you have to say it right away? Maybe you don't have to. Great if a person says, I came back and I bought it from him, since you only know that it's his from me, so now I'm telling you, it's not his anymore, it's mine. If you're going to look for petrobus for your children, you should look for such a time who does great in bezdin. The other book of he knows how to find schos. For the assignment, says the Mishnah, the official Mishnah, Mishnah sponsored by Moshe Cohen. the us chus. So even at Torah and continuing at Slachim Parnasa, Mishalachim Ninis somebody goes to Chutzlartz and he forgot. It's a whole sugya about us. We're going not to Chutzlartz. We're leaving Eretz Yisrael. We're going Ninis Hayom. So here's an interesting picture. There's a there's a field in the middle, and it's surrounded by other fields. And he used to have a pathway like you see in this picture his different paths to get there. When he left, he left the country. By the time he comes back, all those paths are a field. They planted it in all those paths. Now he doesn't know how to get to this field. He forgot from what direction. He can't prove it. Admin Oimer, again, we're talking about Shnei Dayon Xeris, Admon and Hanan, they made Xeris. Comes to Adam and says, Yeh Lech, lech Pick the shortest route and that's most likely the path that you had, and it's yours. Let him pay, the guy, let him pay $10 million to get a pathway. If he can't afford it or they they don't accept his offer, let him fly in a helicopter, let him go in a drone. There's no way out of it, you can't force anybody to give you a path. I heard there's a guy by the name of Ami Feinstein. You remember him? You remember a guy like that? Ami Feinstein from Rehobot? He's a serious, serious character. Look him up. And they, basically, in Rehobot, they said that he's not allowed into Rehobot. He did all sorts of mishigas. like he went to park where there was red and white lines on the sidewalk. He went, he painted it red and blue, uh, blue and white. And he's able to park. But kids, he did all sorts guy? of, huh? A guy? He's a famous guy. Yeah. Ami, Ami Feinstein. Anyway, so they they said you can't come into Ruchavot. So he took a helicopter and he used to fly to his house. The helicopter flew to court. Oh, all thing. Okay. There was my a guy that worked for me, Tim Stachura. I think I showed him once in the Sheer, actually, when it was, I think it was the sugya. I, I, I think I might have shown him the sugya where it says that some people like their body more than their they like their money more than their body, and I like, "How's the shaykh? you are well, you gonna die?" Tim worked for me for many years and he used to tell me all the time, if the doctors are going to ask for a lot of money, I'm not paying the rent and die than give the doctors money. Okay, fine. So Tim told me he has, the family has a, a piece of land in Canada and it's the middle of Yehuppitzville. It's a middle of nowhere. There's no roads, no way in the world to get there. The only way to get there because the land sits on a lake and what's really good about this land is you can do a lot of fishing. He's, he, looks, he likes fishing. So you get a plane, you pack it up with beer and all sorts of stuff, and you fly into this property, which over the years, many his grandfather built little huts. They have a refrigerator there that works on propane gas. You bring a little propane with you, and you're good to go. And you tell the plane, come and pick me up in a week, because there's no cell phone coverage. There's nothing there that you can't, it's hundreds of miles. Huh? Oh, he lands on the water. It's a, it's a plane that lands on the water. He said, not once, but many times they go out there, and all of a sudden they get snowed in, and the plane can't land. So you wait another week, two weeks, three weeks, and eventually, and you you don't know when he's coming, and all of a sudden, you hear, oh, the plane's here. You come out. It's about Yifrah Ba'avir. It just reminded me of this idea. There's no way to get to this piece of property unless you fly in the air. Okay, I'll tell you you a joke, because nobody's here, so I don't know if I'm going to appreciate this or not. Did, yeah, let's see if this guy laughs, Taka. Maybe he also will do a, a laughing track. <laughs> so, um, what is it called? How do you say? One second. Um, I just have to figure out. It'll do. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, talking about Yifrah Ba'avir. So a guy jumped out of a plane, and he's pereh b'aver, he was enjoying himself, free fall from 14,000 feet, everything's going great, until he tried to pull the parachute. He pull, pulls, pulls, it's not opening. He pulls the reserve, doesn't open. All of a sudden, he sees a guy coming up towards him. So he screams to him, he says, hey, you know anything about parachutes? So the guy goes, no, but hey, do you know anything about exploding missiles? <laughs> <laughs> All right. says the Gemara might have in the bottom. So, if the Gemara understands, who owns, you see these, these fields, these beautiful fields of tulips, who owns these fields? If it's one, if it's one owner, so, Memonav he has a path, give him the, the, the smallest paths. One guy owns all the fields around, give him one path. Here, show, show that picture of the fields, please. No, very simple. These fields are owned by different people, two people, five people, it doesn't matter how many, but it's not one person. So you can't go to one guy and say, Memonav give me that field. You can't do that. Yohi, my time so if many people own different fields, more than one person owns fields, so how could Admin force one guy to give him a pathway? You're right. If four people bought four fields from four different people, or four people bought from one person, So each guy could say, go to the other guy. And not me, your, your pathway is somewhere else but the one guy bought up all the properties around now the question is could I put him in a corner and say okay now you are one person either way I used to have a path here. give me a path even if it's the smallest the shortest one Advent says yes he has to give him a path. You're right, I bought it from four different people, but today, within your four fields that surround my field, there's one path for sure that's mine. Tzavri, he could say no. Either you stop fighting with me. Or, I'll, you know what, I'll sell back the four fields to, to the other people. I don't want to give you a path. And from them, if I sell it back, if I give it back to the guys I bought it from, you're not going to cut. We already said one person can't go against four people. The, each one will push it off and say, No, your pathway is by that guy. You go to that guy, he's going to say, No, your pathway is over there. It says Tyson is very nice. Well, it's not a, such a great time, huh? I'll give it back. But if you give it back, you're not going to have a feel that. Says Tyson, you're right. So now I'll sell you a pathway, but not for a million dollars like we thought in the Mishnah, but I'll sell you a pathway. Give me a couple hundred bucks and you get a pathway. I have a, a weak taina. You have a weak taina. So let's make a deal that that doesn't. It's not going to hurt us both. Says Gemara, I would the Guy's dying. His sons are getting all the buildings in Manhattan and everything. You know what? I have a daughter. I, I love her also. Let me give her a palm tree. Also Yasme polig not fair. We only get all the buildings in Manhattan and all the stuff. We don't want her to get the palm tree. So they they they. They divided all the assets without fulfilling their father's will, which is to give the daughter a palm tree. So Rabbi Yosef said, okay, that's exactly what we learned in the Mishnah. No, each kid is going to say, no, the palm tree is in his property. And he's going to say, no, the palm tree is in the other guy's property. And then no, she's not going to get anything. He says, Rabbi No. Over here by our Mishnah, when there's one field in the middle of four fields, so each guy could legitimately say, I know for certain that the the pathway is not in my field, the pathway is in your field. Go to the other guy. But over here, they had no right to divvy up the assets before they fulfilled the Father's will. So what should they do now? They, they, They already split everything up. First, he give her a palm tree. and then start all over and divide it up. Says so A guy promised a palm tree to his daughter. Shachiv, he died. He left over two halves. Does two halves equal one whole. If Noam was sitting here, he's on a plane somewhere going to Kenya, he would say fin Okay, fine. But at the end of the day, do we say two halves? How do you have a half a tree? It's not that it's cut this way or cut this way. It explains Rashi that the tree is owned by two people. He has a partnership in the tree. So he's giving her two trees with two partners. Says <laughs> Ravashi. Do people, is that what the Lashon of people, we're going by the, what people mean? Do people call two halves a whole? I like. What would you say, Say? When I read this, I would say no. Why would somebody call two halves of a tree one tree? That's what you give your kid, two halves, two. I say, I'm giving you a building. What I meant is, no, I have a building here and I have a building there. Maybe. It's like that, maybe. Karuinche La Trepalge people consider two halves. dikla, Dikla. When it comes to a palm tree at least, two halves of a palm tree are considered one. Raboisai, have a wonderful day.